Hey, bowlers, you're listening to Bowl After Bowl, episode 22, on Tuesday, February 10th, 2015. I'm smoking bowl after bowl. And I smoke. Bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl. And I smoke. Hey, bowlers. Woo. We made it. Yeah, we made it back to Missouri safe and sound after our crazy trip to Cannabis Cup in San Bernardino, California. California. Which we drove to. It was excellent. <clears throat> yeah, uh, the drive was awful, but the event itself was amazing. The drive was awful, but you know, for a 24-hour drive without stopping, it could have been worse, I think. you know. Yeah, that's true. It could have been a lot worse. And it was just you and I tag-teaming it, so. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we had a lot to catch up on for the, for the bowlers out there. Um, there's probably four events that we, uh, want to talk about in this whirlwind style since we talked to you last. So, uh, I guess we'll start with women in cannabis. Yeah. Right. So Amber Langston, the deputy director of show me cannabis threw her second women of cannabis event. And it was in Columbia, uh, this time at, uh, cafe Berlin, um, unfortunately it snowed, it started snowing right before the event. So a lot of people stayed in, but there was still a good amount of women that showed up, probably about 30. Um, and Jeff Mazansky's family was there, which was awesome. And, uh, they had bumper stickers that said free Jeff Mazansky. So we grabbed some of those and brought them along to, um, canvas cup with us. And, uh, you know, the, they're starting a chapter of women grow, and Becky Lohman will be the founder and president of that. Um, she lives in Columbia. Very cool girl. Um, and yeah, it, you know, we did the icebreaker again. Um, but it, it was it was very different than the Kansas City Women of Cannabis. Very different feels. Uh, very different topics coming up. Um, and even the icebreaker went down a little bit differently. Instead of uh, just having people fill in which box they felt like worked for them. We went around and we asked people, oh, so like one of them says, where is leg warmers? And a person would write their name there. So people kept coming up to me and being like, oh, Lorian, do you own leg warmers? And yeah, I don't know, but it was fun. Great way to meet people and uh, get involved if you haven't been involved. Um, It was nice to see so many new faces. And, you know, there were women young and old there. I think the youngest girl there was 16. So that was pretty cool. It's awesome to see all those generations show up and uh, support the cause. For sure. And um, if you haven't been to a Women in Cannabis event yet, uh, it's it's really like a unique event in the way it's set up. Uh, In my experience in activism, there's not really a lot of... uh, you know, women-specific events, or if it is, it's for women-specific issues, you know, and this sort of, cannabis is, is all of our issue, but t- there are women issues within that, you know, there are the issues of, you know, mothers with sick kids, there's issues of uh, all these different things, like the, the, the stigma of being male versus female, um, and also, you know, just in activism in general, in these spaces, in a normal event, you know, maybe women wouldn't feel as comfortable talking as they would feel coming to this Women in Cannabis event and talking. I just think it's a really cool opportunity for women who might not feel like they have a story to tell or might not feel like people want to hear their story to come out and actually get to share, you know, uh, what it is that 
makes them tick, what it is that... Yeah, what drives exactly, them. Exactly, exactly. What's their passion? So... It's, yeah, it's a very cool setup because it's just, you know, a bunch of people in a room having a conversation. Um, I know at a lot of, like, at the Mid-Missouri Normal meetings, for example, you know, there's a set agenda and it's like, oh, we don't want to get off track and uh, interject and mention our feels or anything. But, um, and also one thing I will say is that men uh, tend to come into the meetings knowing what they're going to say and they will interject each other and talk over each other. It's kind of like a competition for the microphone almost a lot of the times at, um, our board meetings. And so at the women of cannabis event, it's a lot more like, you know, you raise your hand and you get a turn to speak and everyone listens to you. There's no, uh, interrupting or, uh, whatever. And, you know, the interrupting that they're, that does go on is usually, you know, some older women just trying to like raise some energy and, you know, say more women and, you know, hurrah, get the energy up in the room. I just, I think that open floor for dialogue is really unique and important. And, uh, you know, it's not like men aren't welcome there. Men aren't allowed. Men are, you know, totally welcome. Myself, I was, I've been at two of them now. Uh, our president of Men Missouri Normal, Josh Chittam, he was there. And, uh, it's interesting to get people's like expectations. Like Josh was sitting there, uh, you know, like he had his notebook in hand, like just, just <laughs> physically telling everyone that he was there to listen, you know, that he wasn't really, which is important. I mean, I think that, uh, as men were expected, sort of, we have this, even if it's not true, we, we feel this expectation to say something smart or to be the smart guy or to, you know, know what's going on to answer people's questions and uh, a lot of times that's a lot of pressure. And I, I, you know, I know that a lot of men feel in the pressured situation just to say whatever, you know, uh, a, a guy doesn't want to say he doesn't know, you know, yeah. uh, a guy will just say what he does now, even if it doesn't answer the question. So which creates a, a lot of noise right, <laughs> at <definitely> meetings, <laughs> some noise and some cross, you know, cross communication. But, you know, at this kind of thing, it's like it's like. It's not that we want to discourage men from coming. It's that um, the the women have the floor. And while men can come and experience that and provide, you know, even support, moral support, and listen to these stories and experience these stories and take it in, they're not going to be leading it. They're not going to be running it. They're not going to be telling you what's coming up next. They're not going to be controlling it with their agenda you know they're there we are there to experience and to listen to this go on yes and men are more than welcome to come to these events we just ask that you be respectful and listen um and we haven't had a problem at either one of them yet so it's been fantastic um aaron mallon was at the meeting and jeff mazanski called him while he was there and so he was able to pass the phone around to anyone that wanted to talk to jeff and say a few words to him uh, which was really nice. So after the Women in Cannabis event ended, Spencer and I hopped in the car and we started driving west to Kansas City. Uh, well, I guess I should start from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't there a, a tweet involved? <laughs> yeah. So High Times had this Twitter contest uh, where you just tweet them why you deserve to win tickets to go to Cannabis Cup SoCal and uh, you possibly could win four passes. So Spencer tweeted, I tweeted. Then Murphy got hit by a car the next day. Uh, I totally forgot about the Twitter competition. Um, and then all of a sudden Spencer got a 
direct message from the High Times account on Friday that said, "Hey, will you be able to get uh, you will you be able to attend Cannabis Cup SoCal and get a medical license?" Um, so he said, "Yeah, sure, of course." Uh, we looked up plane tickets. Um, we we made some plans. The plans fell through, <laughs> and uh, we ended up getting hooked up with Jacob Skaronsky and C Brown from West Missouri Normal, um, another chapter very similar to Mid Missouri Normal that has just formed. Um, and it was very cool. We drove to Kansas City after the Women in Cannabis meeting, picked up Jacob and C, and then Spencer and I split shifts driving across the country to California. Um, and, you know, we were graciously hosted by Jacob Flores, who owns a dispensary there and is a uh, licensed caregiver. And, uh, yeah, the event was nuts. There were thousands of people there, um, quite a few panels with activists like Diane Goldstein and Amy Pova, but unfortunately uh, the rooms weren't filled for these panels uh, because most people were hanging out in the market area and the smoking areas. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> clearly most people were there just to smoke weed, but uh, I mean, that's that's going to happen, you know? That's going to be the mainstream uh, uh, deal there, you know? Right. Um and, you know, it was a medical cannabis cup, but we didn't see that many, like, you know, stereotypical medical patients. Like the traditional people you'd think of as patients, yeah. I mean, it was almost all... People in their 20s. Hip-hop stoners in their 20s, you yeah. know? Yeah, baggy I mean, pants and flat bills. <laughs> lots of uh, promo girls that have been brought in from L.A. or Vegas. Yep. Yeah, we met this guy. Uh, so Friday night, we ended up going to a Leafly uh, party. It was like a pre-cannabis cup party. And we met Todd McCormick, the producer of The Culture High. And um, that was really freaking cool. He ended up uh, getting C and Jacob some wristbands so that they could get into the medical areas uh, without waiting around in this line for six hours to get a recommendation from a doctor. Um and, you know, that that was very strange, too. So you didn't need a medical recommendation to get into these medical areas. Like, they had doctors there that could give you one, but you had to pay them for it. It was like you could buy your way in. Um, I don't know. Thoughts on that, Spence? Yeah, it was kind of strange. Uh, you know, it was like, if you pay your bribe, we'll let you in kind of a thing. But uh, we figured out, you know, I mean, our fellow activists kind of helped us out and got us in. And... Uh, from there, we met a radical Russ. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar, but uh, Russ, an old friend of mine, we met first in, I think it was 2010, maybe 2011, uh, one of the Missouri State conferences. We had we flew him in as a speaker. He's an excellent speaker, uh, excellent, you know, visual aids. He always has great visual aids to kind of go along with whatever he happens to be talking about at the time, and. Uh, we jammed out afterwards in my apartment. You know, he plays the bass, so we kind of jammed out before we went up to the Grand Crew uh, dinner and auction. So, uh, yeah, Russ is a great guy. He's been kind of like the stoner media guy for a very long time. And um, Yeah, and he, he watched our equipment for us while we ran around and did a few for things. For sure. And we also met Coral Reefer, who's, uh, you know, getting pretty well known to, as a stoner media girl. Um, she and Russ did her little segment, Stony Sunday, together, and we get to watch them do that and videotape the whole thing, which is neat. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was a really great time. Uh, 
We made the drive back. We left Sunday before the uh, winners had been announced, which was kind of unfortunate, but, you know, we had to get to Lobby Day today. Right. We just had to get there. So we stopped in Kansas City last night, fell asleep, planned to get up at 7 a.m. to make it to uh, Jeff City by 10.30, but unfortunately I slept through our alarm and... Uh, you know, didn't we got there at twelve thirty just in time to take the group photo and a video of everyone shouting, "Hey, Governor Nixon, free Jeff Mazansky!" Um, so it was crazy. We like got out of the car and Amber runs up to us and is like, "Thank goodness you guys are here. We don't have a camera." <laughs> yeah, a little bit of uh, insider trivia for you bowlers who listen. If you got the show me cannabis uh, email, that group photo was actually taken by Lorian, but you can see Lorian in there. So, like, she took a few, and I took a few. And then from one I took, I, I cut her out and photoshopped her into one she took. So the the Lorian that you see standing there has been photoshopped in. <laughs> she's taking the picture as well. Uh, just a little bonus knowledge for you guys who listen to the show. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so we spoke with our representative, Kip Kendrick, who... Um, is in support of uh, expanding decriminalization across the state. Yeah, you know, he told us that um, he supported uh, medical cannabis, and uh, for Racket, he's just saying it's too soon politically. You know, I think he's with us. I think he's on our side. I just think that he can't politically, publicly support Rec yet. You know, he's given us the line that we hear from a lot of legislatures, which is just, we're waiting to see what happens in Colorado and Washington, which, you know, from what I've seen in Colorado, they're sending checks back to taxpayers because they're making so much goddamn money. So, you know, that would kind of be nice to have here in Missouri uh, is a little bit of, you know, extra revenue for the state, for the for the citizens, a little bit of extra jobs, yeah. a little bit of economic boost. Hello. That would be very nice. Yeah, it's a win-win for everyone. <laughs> really. So uh, we're working on the hearts and minds of the legislators in Jeff City, and uh, I, I can't imagine it would be it will be too long. I can't imagine it will be too long. No. And, you know, uh, whenever people talked about Jeff Mazansky, they got really positive uh, things said, you know, a lot of hope for getting him out sooner than later. Um, it's it's kind of hard to defend keeping an elderly man locked up for the rest of his natural life over a plant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, everyone I talk to, it's just like, this is wrong, we need to get him out. So um, hopefully, you know, we'll put together a little video that we've compiled f footage uh, over our trip these past few days. And uh, you'll be able to see that in the, in the coming, I don't know, week or two probably. Uh during the drive back, we got an email from Show Me Cannabis. Oh, that, yeah, they had a um, press release for their litigation. Yes. So, Show Me Cannabis has filed uh, four pieces of litigation against different drug task forces in Missouri um, after Aaron Mallon released his comprehensive report, which if you haven't read it, you must. It's a very, it's a very short read, double-spaced, um, but it's like... Just crazy nonsense going on with these drug task forces. We'll put a link in the show notes for you guys. But uh, so currently, Show Me Cannabis has a four different uh, Sunshine lawsuits pending. Uh, right now, they have one against the MNOA, which is the uh, Missouri uh, Narcotics Officers Association. They have one versus the 
St. Louis Metro multi-jurisdictional uh, undercover drug program, which is a mouthful, and uh, no wonder Malin couldn't guess the uh, actual correct name of that. Uh, they have one versus the East Central Drug Task Force, which is over there in, uh, I believe, Audrain County, uh, Mexico, Missouri, is where the sheriff's office is there. And then uh, they have one against the Kansas City Multi-Jurisdictional Task Force. So these are all uh, responses to violations of the Sunshine Law. These are all just, uh, you know, alleging, hey, we've tried to get certain documents. We're trying to, you know, figure out where these guys' funding comes from, if they obey the law, if they have any public oversight. You know, we're just trying to figure all this out. And uh, we're getting some resistance, some illegal resistance from some of these groups. And so, um, you know, when you run out of options dealing directly with these groups, you have to bring in the courts. You have to say, you know, you have to go to a judge and say, Judge, this guy is breaking the law. He's withholding these public records. You know, I'm a taxpayer. I paid for these records to exist. I, you know, under Missouri Sunshine Law, I have a right to read these and they won't let me read them. So... It's just kind of a next step thing, you know? It's not even a, you know, like a, a bully thing or a, you know, mm. you know, we want to shut these guys down. We want to take them out, you know? It's just, uh, hey, you know, we want to, <laughs> we want these records that are our records as the public, as taxpayers. And, uh, you know, if we can't get them this way, this is the next step. It's just simply the next step, you know? Yep. So uh, we'll see what comes of that, but it's exciting to sort of, you know, be on this path of making sure that these guys are following the laws that they're sworn to uphold, you know? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, it's time that someone keeps these drug task forces accountable. All law enforcement, really. They all need accountability checks. Absolutely. So uh, what do we got coming up? Uh, Lincoln Days is coming up pretty soon, right? Right. Reagan Lincoln Days is uh, this weekend, next weekend? It's just around the corner. Away, I think. And then a uh, number of other things. I know in, uh, we've got the scotch tasting coming up in March, oh, uh, yeah. March 2nd. So we'll have tickets available for that probably pretty soon. And there will be a poker tournament with a uh, really special grand prize, probably from Grassroots. Yes, yes. So stay tuned for all of that nonsense. Uh, also, we, over the trip, set up a PayPal donation link on the website so, uh, you know, none of this is free. We're driving all over the place. We're burning gas. We are uh, really, you know, taking off time we could be working to go cover these events and, you know, try to be at these uh, meetings with legislators. We're going to, you know, there's a number of bill hearings that are going to be coming up throughout the next couple months. Mm-hmm. There's uh, protests to be at. You know, we just drove. I mean, we've probably done 50 or 60 road hours in the last week. Uh, and all of that adds up, all of that costs money. So if you guys enjoy what you hear, uh, if you want to support us, if you want to support us in our mission, go ahead and, uh, go to the homepage and there's a donate for PayPal link. So now, you know, we, we've always taken Bitcoin and Dogecoin and all the other little alt currencies, but I know a lot of you don't, uh, do any of that. And if you'd like to just make a simple, uh, debit or credit card donation via PayPal, you can now do that. So we would really appreciate the help. Uh, just, you know, send us a little something if you love it. You know, uh, as John Dvorak and Adam Curry call it, the value for value model. If you get value from us, you know, just give us a little back and we can continue to bring it to you. You know, we continue, uh, we can continue to show up to these things and cover them and, you know, bring you 
bring you the news that you might not otherwise get uh, as a Missouri cannabis uh, bowler, <laughs> yep. as it were. And uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Also, if you have any comments or questions or suggestions or anything like that, you know, you can talk to either one of us via email. Um, my email address is spencer at bullafterbowl.com. Yeah, and mine's Lorian at bullafterbowl.com. L-A-U-R-I-E-N for those of you that uh, still don't know that. <laughs> and we've got our email on Ninja Level. So if you send me an email to that, it redirects right to my Gmail that goes to my phone, which I always check. So it's mm-hmm. it's not like it gets buried in some weird inbox that I never look at. Like That just goes right to me. So, you know, reach out. Uh, talk to us you know if you feel like you have a valuable knowledge to bring to the show or if you know someone who you know is does work in this field and you'd like to hear them as a guest because you'd like to hear what they have to say let us know we can try and set something up like that Uh, and then also take a look at the website probably in about a month or so we will have like a facelift done and um, get it looking new we're trying to get some uh different banner ads going and sort of monetize this uh, in a way that we can, you know, start doing bigger things and start bringing you better stories and making sure that we can have the gas money to get to these stories. You know, that's so important. So uh, look for all that in the coming days. If you're a business and you're interested in uh, working with us in sponsorship, reach out. Uh, Obviously, this is an advocacy podcast, so I am talking uh, ads here, but we want to make sure that we're taking ads from... Uh, you know, the people who are friendly to our cause or support our cause. Um, so that's, you know, that's going to be consideration. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of businesses wouldn't want to advertise on our podcast who didn't anyway. So there's going to be a little bit of that from both ends. But uh, that's just some upcoming stuff that we wanted to share with you, the listeners. Uh, to You know, we want to we want to get something sustainable here. We don't want to just uh, be, you know throwing this out into nowhere land. We want to build the audience. We want to uh, build the content. We want to bring you a product that is, you know, something that we're proud to put our names on. And uh, you can help us do that. You know, the product is as good as the listener as well. So tell your friends to listen in. Uh, you know, go like the Facebook page, share a couple links. Um, that All of that stuff helps us out tremendously. Absolutely. Subscribe on iTunes. That... I think that's probably the number one thing you could do for us right now besides like directly sending us money like that's the that's the best thing to help us for free is just go on itunes uh and click subscribe and then go to your itunes at work and click subscribe and then go to your grandma's house and her itunes and click subscribe and you know every new episode will automatically be downloaded it'll help our download numbers it'll help you know grandma see a new episode from us and be like what's this you know uh, so just go and, you know, help us guerrilla market, help be little guerrilla marketers out there for us and start just clicking subscribe on every computer that you see. Yeah. And, uh, I think that about wraps it up. Do you have anything else that we didn't cover yet? I'm trying to think, uh, there's also, you know, we mentioned the scotch tasting that's coming up in a while. If you do have any kind of, uh, prize or to donate or maybe an auction item that you would like to see auctioned off let us know drop us an email um i guess i'll do a quick plug too for midmo normal uh, go ahead and like their facebook page uh you should just be able to search midmo normal or facebook.com slash midmo normal but i'm not 100 sure on that um but yeah just uh give us a like on facebook we're gonna be doing a lot of events coming up we just 
uh, we're getting our bank account up and running, that all all that kind of thing. So um, just do that and uh, keep an eye on the calendars. Yeah. So hope you're having a great day and may your bowls burn ever brighter.